Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the H&H Sports Podcast. I'm Tanner Hicks, and as, shirt on. as uh, we do, don't we? <laughs> and as 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 always, joined by my co-host Jackson Huey. Um, we're we're twinsies today. If you if you're watching on YouTube, um, we've been on this call for an hour, and I just now noticed. That's crazy. Um, a uh, week five already, man. It's freaking. Oh, we're talking about week four, but you know this coming week is week five. It's the, the, this happens every year. Every, it flies by. Like the 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 time, like the off season is always like the longest part of the year, always. But once the season comes up, it just flies by. I never understand it. it I hate it. Um, week five of college football. Week four of the NFL coming up this week. Um, this past week was not a very eventful. Um, just overall big picture, not a very eventful week of football. But there were some, you know, pretty interesting games along the way. I want to I know this is not like a huge game, but Virginia Tech getting throttled by West Virginia. I kind of. Uh, I don't know, I don't want to say it shocked me. But it kind of like what I what, we should have saw it coming with Virginia Tech losing to Old Dominion in Week One, and then Boston College is bad. They beat them, but then they got throttled by West Virginia. I would have thought, you know, the 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 Marshall transfer Grant Wells coming in, you know, you know, this team won't be that bad. No, they suck. They're two and two, but they're bad. They're probably one of the worst teams in the ACC right now. Like this team, that team sucks. I just want to get that out of the way. Virginia Tech is. Horrible football team. Um, now we had we had games this week like like Georgia playing Kent State. Although Kent State put up twenty two points and Oregon put up three. I don't know. I don't know how that's possible. Um, we saw more of that. We saw more of that Georgia offense struggling. Uh, it's it's more of the Georgia defense I, struggling. I, I mean, yeah, Georgia couldn't take care of the ball. Against Kent State, but it's it was more of like their defense just couldn't get off the field, I, and it's like I don't. May, Stetson Bennett didn't look as sharp as he did the first three weeks either. You could point to maybe they're playing down to their competition. Maybe they didn't really want to get up for this game and be like, "Oh, we're playing Kent State," and they didn't have that fire and energy. Yeah, like bro, I don't. I can't really blame them, but it's Kent State. Like they 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 beat them by seventeen, but you know. There could be some concerns. I don't know. They're still the number one team in the country. Uh, was Alabama killed Vanderbilt, the darling of college football? Uh, Ohio State murdered Vanderbilt Wisconsin. Uh, Vanderbilt did get three points. That was the highlight of their weekend. Um, not the 60 that we're accustomed to, but they got three points. Uh, Michigan beat Maryland. Um, it was a bit of a... It was, it was a the, the, the that score, was kind of surprising to see Maryland put up that fight. Yeah, but like the score doesn't really tell the whole story. Like Michigan ha- was in control that entire game, but you know the Maryland made the score look good at the end. Um, and Blake Corum had 243 yards rushing. That's wild. Uh, but I, I say this week wasn't very eventful. But we get to the next two games. Uh, we got Clemson and Wake Forest, which was a wild game. Um. You know, the first quarter, Clemson goes up 14 Not that We think the game's over. Oh, Clemson's back, and they're going to beat Wake Forest by 50. But 
you know, Sam Hartman in the offense wakes up and, you know, Wake Forest makes it a game. And we get to overtime. And, bro, that throw by Sam Hartman at the end on fourth down and double coverage, like, bro, I get it. The game's on the line. You're nervous. You may not make the best decision in the world. But you throw to the most covered player <laughs> on the field. I don't I don't understand it. But Wake did put up a good fight. They scored 45 points on a very good very good defense. Uh, Wake's going to be good this year. They're going to probably win another 10 games this year. They got another good test against Florida State this week. But it, Wake Forest is going to be fine after that loss. They didn't put up a good fight. I thought this was going to be like they're they're at home. And they take it to overtime. No way uh, Wake Forest doesn't pull this upset off. But, you know, the better team won at the end. And you have anything to say about that game? Um, I think uh, DJ looked better. Um, probably the D- best he's looked since he backed up Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, uh, DJ did look, look really good this game. Um, so curious to see if he's going to – he can continue that. Um what what did help is his receiver started catching the ball too. That that yeah, was that, that that usually helps. Yeah, that part part of the reason why his completion percentage was so bad through the first three games or whatever is because it was mainly his receivers couldn't really hang on to the ball. And like most of those receivers are young. Like Joe Nagata is one I could think of who's like a, who's a freshman, and I can't really think of any other ones because they're all so new. They they do have another true freshman starting, but they're they're so young and they just they couldn't take like hold on to the ball. That's part of the reason why his completion percentage was as bad as it has been. But DJ looked better because his receiver looked better, and usually that correlates. So, not about ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kansas State, Oklahoma, at Norman, Oklahoma loses to Kansas State once again. Yeah, thirteen four years. Bro, I saw this I saw this tweet. I don't remember who it was from. But it said that Kansas State is one of those teams that'll win eight or nine games every year. But if you put them in the national championship, they'll it'll be a hill game for whoever they play. <laughs> they're just they're just that kind of team. Like they're yeah. they're 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 good for at least eight or nine wins every year. And you know, they'll you know tough out these like you know, really hard games that they have. And then what they're gonna lose to Kansas at some point this year. Uh but I who know knows? Kansas might be a really hard game. I know Kansas is good this year. I don't know how they're not ranked. Come on now. They're twenty six. They are twenty six. Are they? Yeah. They're getting the most votes. That's that's cool. I in my lifetime that's what I watched that's what I heard. I haven't seen, but I heard they were 26. They should be getting the most votes. Freaking Kansas, bro. They should be in. Like they're four and zero. Oh. I th- they should be getting the most votes. Yeah, they're the they're getting the most votes outside of the top 25. And then Cincinnati and Florida after that. That is wild. Kansas good at football. First time since 09 or 08, I think. Either way. We don't speak yeah. about Kansas 08. I meant in football. Well, I mean, still same year. <laughs> but, yeah, that's crazy. Both years they were good at sport. Anyhow, uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M. I'm bugging talking about this wasn't a very eventful week. I mean, it's just 
compared to other weeks, like the, the first the start of this year has been crazy, and then this week was kind of like less crazy, and I'm like, oh, bad week. Bro. Arkansas the field goal, the field goal, bro. Dude, I I've never seen that in my life. I didn't even know that was possible that you could hit the very top of the goalpost. Like, what? And He's about straight up. That's like a one in a million chance. I bet if he could like go out go outside and kick and try to do that a hundred more times, he wouldn't be able to do it. And then he just somehow does it in a game where it matters. <laughs> Bro, that's wild. That is wild. Um, it, it looked like in the first half, it looked like Arkansas just shouldn't even be there. Like, How about, oh, oh, I forgot about this one. What about the KJ Jefferson fumble and the Texas m dude picks it up and hands it to the other guy. That was pretty. And he runs it all the way in. That was pretty. <laughs> but like for the first like half and part of the third quarter, it didn't look like Arkansas should have been on like A and M's level. Like it just looked like A and M was just far and away better. And then Arkansas, you know, makes it a game in the fourth quarter. But A and M just like just doesn't lose to Arkansas. They just don't. Um. Even when Arkansas is ranked ten, like, and playing in Jerry's world, yeah, like it's just A and M is looking like the A and M we thought they would, they the thought they would be, and they're still only ranked what twenty twenty, like they're still only I mean, in yeah, the, but the but the the loss to Appalachian State doesn't help. Yeah, Appalachian State with the loss this week is not that loss isn't looking very good anymore, <laughs> uh, but still like. A&M's looking good. And A-Chain, I saw Devon A-Chain's out for the year, which is which is tough for A&M because I think that's their best offensive player. Um, another SEC game to talk about is Tennessee-Florida. Now, my, my, Florida, my Florida stock isn't looking the greatest at the moment, uh, but both of their losses... Both of the, the Florida's losses, those teams are in the top, top 10. 10. So I'm not the dumbest person in the world right now for saying Florida. I, I predicted them to be 4-0. and <laughs> But, I, I mean, it, like both of their losses are against top 10 teams. I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say? By combined, by combined points or combined, combined total of 14 points. Like they're not like getting blown out by these teams. I mean – they they all they had the ball on the last possession in the game against Tennessee, albeit it was like only a twenty second drive, but they they had a chance to win the game against Tennessee in Knoxville, uh, which is a crazy environment by the way, and they uh, only lose by you know not that many points against Kentucky, ten I think who, it was, who is a who is a top ten team. But, like Kentucky's a top ten team in college football. That's wild. Um, a uh, Mark Stoops took what Calipari said to heart. We're <laughs> <laughs> a basketball school. Goes and Mark gets Stoops said, top. I'll show him a basketball school. <laughs> goes and gets like top ten in football. Um, but this uh, moving on to the Pac-12. We're talking about Oregon and Washington State, bro. What the the transfer from what what's his name? He transferred from like D two 
or whatever, and this is Washington State's first loss of the season. I forgot his name. Cameron Ward. He's only a sophomore, and he's he's a transfer from what is this place? Incarnate Word. <laughs> he's a transfer from Incarnate Word. Is like a D two or D three school. He's still only a sophomore. He had forty seven touchdowns last season, and he had Washington State to a three and zero record, and they almost That's beat wild. a top fifteen team in Oregon. At home. Washington State's going to be pretty decent this year with that guy under center. Um, and Oregon, against good teams, besides BYU, is looking pretty shaky. I, can, I can't trust Oregon right now. Especially their, like, I say especially their offense. Their offense hasn't been the problem. Um, I don't know. Oregon's just a weird team right now. Like, they're just, they're wishy-washy right now. I, I say that as they're... Three and one, but they're they're kind of wishy washy right now. Um, speaking of wishy washy, USC has scored like eighty nine points in like every one of their games until this week, where they only scored. Caleb Williams struggled. Jordan Addison struggled. It was well, they scored seventeen points against. Yeah, seventeen to fourteen. Oregon State, like, I mean, it's a. It's I don't a, think I don't think Oregon State's a bad football team though. They're not. Like, they, they murdered Boise State. Again, Boise State's a group of five team, but Boise State is always— one of the be- They're one of the best group of five teams. I mean— Like, for the past 20 years, they, they're good. They're always good, no matter what. And they, like, killed them. Like, out, out the stadium, killed them. And they, they took it with—they, you know, took it to the very end with USC— at home? Where's this game? Am I blind? Yes. It was yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah, they were at home. Caleb Williams only had 180 yards. Caleb Williams did struggle. Yeah, Jordan Addison did too. But he caught I mean he caught the game when he touched down, but Yeah, like sixteen for thirty six, hundred and eighty yards. That's good for five yards for completion. His longest pass was 22 yards. I mean, that's rough. I mean, it is a conference opponent, but you're pretty much only playing conference games from here on out. So, yeah. USC against, they're going to play Oregon. They're going to play Utah, I think. Um, you know, Washington State, Washington. Like, the Pac 12's not terrible this year. And they're going to have some big tests against those one of those teams. They, they're they probably going to lose to right. one of those teams if they keep playing like how they did against Oregon State. Um, I agree. Now, a game that was weird to me was Ole Miss-Tulsa. Ole Miss only beat Tulsa by eight points. And yeah. they're playing Kentucky this week. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of scary. Ole Miss is favored by seven in this game. In which game. is wild to me, which is – like, what else does Kentucky have to do at this point? Like, they they beat Florida, who's a top 25 team, and they beat everybody else who they beat. I don't remember who else, who else they played. But they, they're 4-0. They're ranked 7. They've, they've beaten a conference opponent who was a top 25 conference opponent. And they're still 
I mean, I get it. I, I think Ole Miss is better at the moment, but but that favored by a whole touchdown, like you got to take the the like the money line for that, right? You mean the spread? Take the yeah, spread? the spread. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not a betting person. Like you got to take like uh, Kentucky covers, right? Yeah, I would take Kentucky to cover in this game. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I don't think. I, I mean, yeah, I probably take Kentucky to cover. Like, Kentucky's not bad. I mean, they haven't looked because there's there's a possibility Kentucky wins this game. I mean, on like I I, I get it. Kentucky's on the road. Ole Miss is, I think we can all think Ole Miss is better, even with, you know, Kentucky being ranked seven and Ole Miss being ranked only 14. Um, it's just the whole, I don't know. Kentucky's a very pro-style team, much like, um, I don't know who to compare them to. But they're, they're, they're a very pro-style team. And, you know, very under center, like, to-the-clock type of team. And Ole Miss is, like, the complete opposite antagonist of that. Like, Lane Kiffin wants to run 90 to 100 plays every game. He's an RPO style of offense, like, rarely under center. Um, They both have similar, like, they both have similar end goals, which is to run the football. But... They both do it in different styles. Like uh, Lane Kiffin, like I said, wants to run 90 to 100 plays a game, wants to get to the line quick, and wants to run RPO, you know, have the defense honest the entire game. And Mark Stoops wants to get under center and pound the rock and waste clock. And really this game can go two, two completely different ways. Either Kentucky controls the clock, either Kentucky controls the clock, wins the game on, you know, just having the ball more, and you know, pounding pounding that uh, Ole Miss defense where they're sucking air the entire game, or Ole Miss just you know just kills them out the water and just runs them off the field. I think I I don't know Kentucky. I think Kentucky is capable That's, of scoring a lot of points, but it's just yeah. I don't I don't see this being a blowout. I I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a weird game. This is a weird game. Like these are the two like it's just you look at you look at Ole Miss and a couple years ago they won like two games or whatever and then you know they bring in Lake Kiffin and they're winning ten games now and then Kentucky has never been this football school and now suddenly they're this consistent top ten team every year it's just you know it's just weird the, the, these two SEC teams you look at they're super super weird um. But I think I think Kentucky covers. I think this will be a close game. But I I I I do agree that Ole Miss is the better football team. Um, but we'll get to pickums later. <laughs> um, the, the 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 Texas and the Texas Tech game. We will move on to that. That was um, I'm, I'm I picked Texas to win that game. I'm disappointed in Texas. They blow it, bro. I said this. This is one of those games that Texas my just upset pick. This I told I I said it even before like I knew I shouldn't have picked Texas. This is one of those games that they just lose. <laughs> those games that they just you know self-inflicted wounds and they just suck and they lose. And Texas Tech you know they come back and they Texas, win. Texas Tech Texas Tech got fined fifty thousand dollars for storming the field. Um, the fans offered to pay help pay the fine, and then a bank 
actually covered the whole fine. It was wild. That was wild to me. It's. I was thinking about this when I watched that. I was like, bro, they're really storming the field after being twenty to rank twenty-two Texas. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Lubbock act like they beat you know number one Alabama at home. Like, oh, we beat a ranked team. I was. I saw a graphic. I don't know how long it's been since they beat a ranked team, but it, they said it was a while since the last time they actually beat a ranked team. Um, it's good for good for. Uh, Texas Tech, I guess. I guess they ruined my pickums. Anyhow, uh, TCU SMU. Um, your pick, yeah, your, SM, your SMU pick wasn't that bad because they only lost by eight. Yeah, this is one of my only two losses of the week. Whatever. Uh, TCU did prevail. Sonny Dykes gets his revenge against his former team. Um, Tanner Mordecai though did put up numbers against a Big Twelve defense, which is scary. To say as a Memphis fan, because you know that SMU that SMU is looking pretty nice, um, as they typically do. Uh, Kansas Duke, this should have been game day game. Um, probably not, because the Tennessee Florida game was pretty good. Uh, Kansas Duke was, was, I mean, it wasn't a, it was, it was a, it was a cool, it was a cool game. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a game. Uh, well, I only say that because Kansas is four and zero, and they're not ranked. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy Florida State's ranked because I'm rooting for Norvell, but Kansas is four and zero for the first time probably since like ever. Like they're doing not Kansas things this year, and it's great to see. I, I, Kansas is you know my second favorite team at the moment. Rock Chalk, uh, uh, Appalachian State lost after blowing a 28-3. Um, Appalachian State has been the weirdest team this year, uh, along with Texas, because they uh, – who did they yeah, – they, they take it to uh, uh, North Carolina in week one yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to the very last play. They scored 61 points and they lose, and then they they beat A and M on the on the road, top 10 win. They uh, they beat Troy on the final play of the game, and then they lose to James Madison, who in their own right is a good team. But A this is their, like, this is their first year D1, ain't it? No, they've been D1. They've been FCS is still D1. That's my man. That's their first year FBS. Yeah, this is their first year in the Sun Belt, I'm pretty sure. Um, but App State, they blow, it's not like, you know, it was a back-and-forth game. It was – they blew this 25-point lead in the second half to James Madison. Like, App, App State didn't score in the second half. They just – they didn't score in the second half. And this is like – this is the weirdest team because we, we you know, they, we ride the, the App State train and be like, oh – their only loss was against North Carolina. This team could be really good and make the, the New Year's Six. But you no. did not. You picked Troy to beat them. You did not ride the App State train. No, I'm saying, like, most people are, like, App State all were, you know, we're on the bad App State bandwagon. App State's going to be good. We're going to game day. Oh, and then they lose to James Madison. It's like, <laughs> it's like and then it's the same with Texas, like they I got, said. They got, they got game day and decided not to win another game all year. <laughs> 
It's like we're, that we're we're satisfied for this season. We got game day. We can just you know lay back and not try anymore. Um, but it's the same thing with Texas. Like they they you know had this really close game with Alabama, right? You know, oh Texas is has heart without Quinn Ewers. Then they lose to Texas Tech on the road and blow this lead. Like it, it, Texas is usually like that. That you know that you really expect that from Texas and. I guess now App State, but it's just those teams are the two most like weird teams in my opinion. Um, I have a question: Is it too soon to say Ohio State is the number one team in the country? I think so. I mean, I it's close. I think they're the best team in their in the Big Ten right now with. You know, Michigan being one spot behind them. Um, I don't know. I still think Alabama's better. I even with the the weird game against Kent State, I still think Georgia's better. But I, it's really only those two teams. Ohio State's as long as they have C.J. Stroud and um, Smith and Jigba, Trayvon Henderson in the backfield. Is that his name? Trayvon Henderson. Yeah. Him in the backfield. As like as long as that offense is going, I don't think not a lot of teams can beat that team. So I, I think it is a little early to say. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not saying they are. I was. Just, I'm not saying they are. I was just asking. I think it is early to say. Um, but soon enough, these all these Big Ten teams are going to start playing each other, and like you know the the good teams will you know. Weed themselves out, you know. We'll we'll set the rape themselves in the Big Ten. That usually happens <laughs> every year, because you know usually by week five or week six we have like eight teams ranked in the Big Ten, and then by the end of the year there's only like you know three or four good ones that you know have separated themselves. Um, but right now I think Ohio State is third best team in the country. I think the AP poll has it right as the third best team behind Alabama and Georgia. Um. I wish Alabama and Georgia played each other in the regular season because I feel like I'm tired of seeing them in the playoff. I would rather see them sorted out in the regular season and then, you know, the playoff, you know, doesn't feature them. That's just my opinion. I'm tired of seeing Alabama and Georgia because I was tired of seeing Clemson, Alabama. Now I'm tired of seeing Alabama and Georgia. Even though At least the- they have two different conferences. Yeah. But we always saw them at the end of the year in the playoff, no matter what. Yeah. I think that's it uh, for, like, recapping games. I mean, uh, Middle Tennessee beat Miami, which was, like, it, we talk about how, like, Texas A&M in the first half, like, looked light years better than Arkansas. MTSU just looked better than Miami. Miami just couldn't hang with MTSU, which is it's just wild to say. We, Pretty concerning. Like, we, you could have probably guessed that with the way how Miami played Southern Miss to begin the season. They were trailing at half, and then, you know, they kind of, you know, took the game in the second half. But, like, I, MTSU had, like, three, like, touchdowns of 60 yards or more against Miami. Like, usually Miami has this shutdown defense. That's what they're known for. 
and they couldn't the hang over Jane and and they couldn't hang with MTSU's offense. They scored forty five. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing for Miami, a you know this is a historic program, who was supposed to be like great decent, this year, decent this year. Cristobal can't beat MTSU. That is rough at home. Nah, bro, that's wild. Yeah, let's move on to Pickums. <laughs> Great way to close out the recap. All right, so we're gonna start with our records. Tanner, you went five and four this week. Bro, I thought they would look way worse than that. I was like, man, I <laughs> my my records looking rough. I went seven and two. Yeah, you did way better this, than me. This puts us at a tied record of 21 and 14. Bro, I, I was in like a comfortable lead after week one. I was like, man, I'm the pick em wizard. I had all of these. I picked Florida to win. I picked, you know, I forget the games, but I forget. I picked all of them to win. And you had a rough record, too. I was like, man, I got this record in the bag. And then I'm making some rough picks these past couple of weeks. But I'm making some interesting picks. Like, I'm not picking all the favorite teams, man. I picked Florida to win against Tennessee. I picked Stanford to beat USC. I picked uh, Iowa State to win this past week. I picked a lot of like upset picks because you know, going with the favorite team's boring and it never you know works out that way. We're always the favorite team wins, um, and you know which the case of Texas Tech being Texas and you know Kansas State beating Oklahoma, all that type of stuff. So sounds like you're picking the wrong underdogs. <laughs> it, it looks like it. Every other game where I pick the 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 favorite team, they lose. So it's like. I can't win. <laughs> I can't win. Well, since we have such a slate this Saturday. Dude, this week is going to be wild. We have 15 games this week. 15? Oh, First up. Uh, did you have a Kansas game on here? Yes. Let's go. Kansas 5-0. and oh. I'm already picking Kansas. First up is Washington at UCLA. Washington three-point favorite. Only three. I mean, UCLA is good in their own right. They're four and zero as well. Chip Kelly's still the coach. I'm gonna go with Washington. Washington looked really good last week. Yeah, I'm I'm going with Washington too. That was a real prove it yeah. game for Washington last week. Uh, even a uh, they played Michigan State last week. Or was that yes. two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week, Michigan State's back to being Michigan State. Yeah, um, that, that that win against Michigan State was a real perfect game for them. Uh, Penix looked really good. He looked like the 2020 version of himself before he tore his ACL. Um, uh, Washington's going to be decent with Penix at quarterback, so I'm going to take Washington in that game. Are they on the road? Yeah. I'm going to take Washington. All right, next up is Michigan, 10.5-point favorite versus Iowa. I, I think it's obvious I'm taking Michigan. Even though Iowa does have a good defense, um, I don't know if they can keep up on offense. This might this might turn out to be a typical Big Ten game where it's just it, it ends in like like a thirteen ten final score. Yeah. This is one of those games that Iowa wins. Like like yeah, <laughs> even though they got murdered by Michigan in the Big Ten championship last year, um, and scored I, seven on a field goal with two safeties in week one. This is a game Iowa wins. 
But I'm taking Michigan. Iowa historically really does good against Michigan. Um, I think when Michigan was like, you know, like 8-0 or whatever that one year they had Jabril Peppers, and, you know, Iowa was the first team to beat them. Uh, like in a huge upset. Uh, Iowa typically does good against Michigan, but I'm going to go with Michigan. Michigan looks really good. Like, really, really good. I mean, they, they, they kind of struggled against their first, you know, real opponent this past week. But, you know, Blake Horm had a career day on the ground. I'm gonna. I'm still going to go with Michigan. I think Michigan is really, really, really good. I think they might go. Yeah. They have the potential to go back to the playoff. I think Michigan's really good. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I'm taking Michigan. Next up. Kentucky and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is six and a half point favorite, not a seven. I was wrong, but still, I, same thing. I touched on this earlier. I think Ole Miss is better, uh, even with Kentucky being ranked seven and and you know already beating a top twenty-five team in their own right. I'm still gonna go with Ole Miss because I just think Ole Miss is better, and I don't think Kentucky has the personnel or you know the the game plan to keep up with Ole Miss. So I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. As much as I like watching Lane Kiffin's offense, give me Kentucky. I ain't mad at it. This is a weird game to pick. Like I, I mentioned, it, all- it's a it's a it's a hard game to pick. It's kind of like Tennessee and Florida last week. Tennessee and Florida was a hard game to pick. Um, yeah, this is like, especially I mean, if he's picking the spread because Tennessee Florida spread was hard to pick at ten and a half. Yeah, like obviously Florida covered, but like, K- but yeah, but Kentucky has. I mean, they've had a prove-it game against Florida. They beat them. Ole Miss hasn't really had that prove-it game yet where they've... Yeah, and them struggling with Tulsa really concerns me. Like At home, I too. mean, I, Tulsa, may, Tulsa may be good. Could be good. They may, I, I, good. Even then, it's Tulsa. When you're, this, when you're this Ole Miss team who has high expectations, me included, has high expectations for Ole Miss, you can't struggle against those bad teams. I mentioned it last yeah. week with Florida. You can't struggle against the bad teams like South Florida. And and, and with Florida... Ole Miss, is, Ole Miss is breaking out those real tree helmets this week. Those are fire. Like, Ole Miss always has really good jerseys. Like, I like the like the powder blue ones. Those are really nice. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm still going to go with Ole Miss. They're at home. I think this is a, this is a real prove it game for Ole Miss and Kentucky's. If you're, already if you're a better, I would. If you're a better, I would take Kentucky just to cover the six and a half though. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a, a really good game. Um, Kentucky has had that pro- that you know that that test this year against Florida, um, and Ole Miss hasn't had that you know real prove it test game. So it's gonna be rough for Ole Miss, but I'm still gonna take them. All right, next up is Oklahoma, six-and-a-half point favorite over TCU. Kentucky dropped 12 spots <laughs> after losing. Um, against TCU coming off a pretty— You mean Oklahoma? Yeah, my bad. Um, man, where is this at TCU? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I— I'm gonna I'm go Oklahoma, just because I don't think that I don't think they lose twice in a row. If if Lincoln Riley's the head coach, I'm picking Oklahoma to win this game because you know I don't I don't think Lincoln Riley ever lost two games in a row at Oklahoma. 
I don't know, man. I th- I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. <laughs> um, this is a. I, I think this is a. What? How? Like, I don't know how to word this. I think how. Depending on how Oklahoma responds to this game, is gonna show how. I, again, it's just it's gonna be his first four or five games as a head coach, but I think this is gonna show how. You know what kind of head coach Brent Venables is at Oklahoma. Yeah. Just depending on how Oklahoma comes out of this game. If Oklahoma comes out and wins by 60 against TCU, then I think Oklahoma will be fine. But if they struggle again against TCU, albeit on the road at a a decent TCU team, Oklahoma should win this game. And I think if they keep it close and struggle again, I think Oklahoma may have a rough season ahead of them. Yeah, it's possible. Purdue and Minnesota. Minnesota's favored by 12 and a half. Taking Minnesota. Minnesota's decent. Yeah, I'm taking, here. I'm taking Minnesota. Uh, yeah, ain't no point even. Um, <laughs> Senior quarterback. Um, what's his face? Tanner Morgan. Tan- Tanner Brothers. Where, you know, we're synced just because of that. You know, I know what he's thinking right now, and he's thinking we're gonna beat whoever we're playing this week. Purdue. We're gonna beat Purdue. I know what he's thinking. So. Yeah, he was he could he forgot who they was playing. That's why you said that. Yeah, he yeah, he he was he he knew he was forgot because he knew he was gonna win already. He's like it don't even matter. <laughs> and yeah, take get Minnesota's gonna win. <laughs> All right, this this next one's interesting. Texas Tech at Kansas State. Kansas State's favored by eight. I like I I think Texas Tech covers like it's gonna be like. Texas Tech has kept it close with every team that they played so far. Um, and Kansas State just beat Oklahoma. They're ranked I'm now. Taking, I'm sure. taking Kansas State. I'm buying the Kansas State height. Kansas State. I'm going to go with... Where is this at? Is that is this at Lubbock? Yeah, Kansas State. No, it's at Kansas State. My bad. I don't know why I said it. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech because Texas Tech has looked decent this year. They've beaten two ranked teams so far, um, being Houston and Texas. So Donovan Smith, the backup quarterback, hasn't looked bad. So I'm gonna go with Texas Tech to beat another ranked team. Okay. All right. Oregon State versus Utah. Utah's favored by ten and a half. Oregon State did give USC a hard time this week, but I'm going to go with Utah. They, um, they may they may give Utah a hard time, but I'm still going to go with Utah. You had Utah in the playoffs to start the year, so Utah. Yeah, is I'm a, backing out. I'm backing off on that. Give me Oregon State in the upset. At Oregon State, first upset of the video or the podcast. I picked uh, Texas Tech to win in an upset, but. Wow, this is a bigger upset. Oregon State gets a ranked win at home. At Utah. Oh, wanked win. Ranked win on the road at Utah. I like it. I I think that's a good pick. That's a good upset pick. Oregon State's not a bad football team. All right. um, Next up, Alabama, the 17.5-point favorite over Arkansas. Arkansas wins if, you know, the 
kicker doesn't hit the most impossible top of the field goal post challenge ever. Um, I think we think differently about this game. Maybe not, but I think we think differently about this game if Arkansas wins and, you know, they're still ranked top 10. I'd be like, oh, can rank nine or something yeah, Arkansas? Be, yeah. Alabama's probably only third by 14 then. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm overthinking this. Give me Alabama. Alabama's not losing. Yeah, give I me mean, Alabama. This is a road game. They lost this type of game last year at Texas A&M uh, to an unranked Texas A&M. But get, still, still give me Alabama. I think Alabama wins this game. Yeah, me too. Give me Alabama. Oklahoma State versus Baylor. At Baylor. Baylor's two and a half point favorite. Baylor's favorite. It's a home game. I think that's the only reason why. Give me Oklahoma State. Oak State. Against Baylor. Baylor beat a decent give team. Me Mike, give, me, give me Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40. He ain't 40 no more. <laughs> He's up there. He's about 60 now. Um, I'm gonna take Oklahoma State as well. They they lost on the they lost by this much to Baylor last year at the Big Twelve Championship, like this much. If they if yeah. they went by if they get this this many yards, they're in the playoff last year. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Oklahoma State. Wake Forest at Florida State. Florida State's favored by seven. This is a big test for the Knowles. For both teams. This is the best big test for both teams. I I think Wake Forest passed that test last week against Clemson. Um, and this is their first, like, big row game for Wake Forest. And this is the first, like, true test for the Knowles this year. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the, the, the Seminoles this game. I, I think, I, I, Wake Forest might be a lot better. Um, just more like you, you really know what you're getting out of Wake Forest uh, more so than you know what you're getting out of Florida State. Um, but I'm going to go with Florida State, just hoping that Norvell has a good season. Um, and then I'll call Dion. Yeah, I think it's inevitable if Norvell's out that Dion comes up with Florida State. Well, Deion's name's been mentioned for the Georgia Tech job, so. He ain't going to Georgia Tech. <laughs> what? I know, it's a, I know it's Atlanta, but Georgia Tech? Come on now. You might um, be neighbors to Deion soon. Might be, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Florida State in this game. Uh, Knowles go to 5-0. and Wake loses two in a row against ranked teams. Give me Florida State. Yeah, give me a Mike Norville squad too. Um, really rooting for Mike. Um, yeah, I, I just want to see Mike succeed, and I think I think Florida State. I think he's got them on track. Like I think they're looking like a solid football team. Now, granted, they haven't had that test yet, but they're looking. This like is a this is their team. first test of the year. This is the, what whatever happens in this game will really say a lot about both football teams. Right. Yeah. Next up, Iowa State versus Kansas. Kansas is, or no, Iowa State's a three-point favorite. Give me Kansas. Kansas, Kansas goes to five and zero, oh, gets ranked, 
Can't give me Kansas. The the Kansas got that Kansas got that chip on their shoulder. They got that dog right in this them. Week. They got that dog in them. They got X-rayed last week. Dog in them confirmed. Take Kansas, give me Kansas. They're going five and zero for the first time since the since they've been in the Big Twelve in football. They're going to five and zero. I don't. I'm not sure that's true. I doubt that, but they haven't done any. Like, I think they've won five games the last three years combined. So <laughs> if they're <laughs> they're gonna go to five and zero. Sorry, I just. Held down the freaking wrong button. Hold on. Trying to do this and go through, you know what I mean? Yeah. Texas A&M versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State's favored by three and a half. Mississippi State is favored over Texas A&M? I'm pretty sure. Look it up. Hold on. Double check. I'm pretty sure that's what it said. I'm going to go with A&M in this game. Um, Mississippi State has looked decent this year, but I'm going to go with A&M because they've won. You know, they've beaten two okay, ranks. Mississippi State's a four-point. Mississippi State's a four-point favorite. I don't know who does these, you know, these spreads. This is weird. <laughs> I think I think Texas A&M is, I, I want to say clearly, but I'm going to say clearly. They're clearly the better team in this scenario. And... You know, Mississippi State's decent, but against Texas A&M, I'm going to go with Texas A&M. At home or or not. I'm going to take the Bulldogs. I'm going to take Mississippi State. Um, Are they at home? I really don't. Yeah. I I mean, the place is rocky, but... And darn cowbells. Get on my nerves, bro. But yeah, I'm gonna take Mississippi State. Virginia Tech versus North Carolina. North Carolina's favored by nine. I'm gonna take North Carolina. Yeah, we mentioned it to start the podcast. Virginia Tech looks bad. Um, I, I really don't. We're not, trust- about to, we're not about to waste a lot of time on that. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Virginia Tech. Give me North Carolina. Stanford versus Oregon. Oregon's favored by seventeen. Stanford hasn't looked bad, but I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon has won yeah. better teams. Um, Oregon did lose to Stanford last year in a big upset on the road, but I'm going to go with Oregon to win this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Oregon. Game of the week. NC State versus Clemson. Clemson's favored by 6.5. NC State beat Clemson last season in a big upset. I'm going to go with the fighting wolf pack in this game to win against the Tigers for back-to-back seasons. NC State's, besides the East Carolina game, NC State has looked really, really good. Devin Leary has been a great quarterback this season. He's got his first, he's got a really good test against this good Clemson defense this, uh, in this game. Um, Clemson struggled to stop uh uh, the good Wake Forest offense last week. I think they'll struggle again this week against a good uh, Wolfpack offense. I'm going with the Pack. My surprise face is not because you picked them, because I picked them too. We're both my going with them. My, my surprise face was because I thought she was going to go Clemson. No, I'm going to go with the Pack. I think this is a perfect storm for you know a Clemson loss. They struggled against Wake Forest last week, who is a good football team. 
but they, their defense struggled last week against uh, Wake Forest. And yeah, I'm more. I'm not shocked that you picked them. I'm shocked because well, I am shocked that you picked them, but I'm not shocked because you picked them. I'm shocked that because I thought you were going to go Clemson, so I thought we were going to have different picks on this one. Because I thought I thought I was going to get to go my third upset pick of the week, NC State. But no, you stole my thunder. We're gonna we're both we both got NC State in this game. I think I think it's not because we think Clemson's worse. I just think it's a perfect storm for Clemson to lose this game. I think. It's just it's too perfect. Uh, NC State's got this good offense, this good quarterback. Clemson struggles last week against Wake Forest, and you know I think you know Clemson's first loss comes against NC State this week. Yeah. All right. Is that the last game? It's the last game. Moving on to the national. Those quick. Right. Uh, moving on to the National Football League. Um. Do you even want? The pick'em records on this? It ain't great. I know I'm around 500 for the NFL. They're 17 and 17. Exactly. And I'm five. 13 and 21. So. Uh-huh. Bro, this week was weird. Uh, Titans almost blow a lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, the, I the, talk the, about it. the Chiefs lose. The 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 Bills lose. The Detroit blows a lead at home. Um. Uh, Jaguars beat the, the Chargers by 28 points. Um, I mean, Justin Herbert was hurt, but still, like the Jaguars, like the, the Sunday night game might have been the worst football game I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, Denver won 11 to 10. It was 7 to 5 at one point. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G pulled a Dan Orlovsky and stepped out of the back of the end zone. Like that that might have been the most boring worst game I've ever seen in my life. And then Green Bay uh beats a Bucks team whose best receiver was Russell Gage. You know what's crazy? And that didn't really work out for Atlanta last season. We had like we had the butt punt, which is similar to the butt fumble. The butt punt, and, bro, and still one. And the quarterback stepping out of the back of the end zone, which has happened once before. On the, we had quarterback stepping out of the end zone and the butt pump, the butt punt in the same day. Bro, That's and that and Jimmy G stepping out of the back of the end zone lost the Niners that game. That yeah, was that that right. was two points decided the game for the Niners, bro. That that's wild. And then we had a, a weird Russell Wilson Monday decided game. to show up on the last drive of the game. What, bro? Uh, Eli Manning is funny for that. He said they should have paid the punter. He said they should have. Oh. Yeah, he said they should have paid the punter that. Like, bro, that's so funny. <laughs> like, bro, Geno Smith is out here throwing for three hundred yards while Russell Wilson isn't even just getting past eleven points against the the Niners, bro. I, it's, it's looking like the Seahawks have won that. But trade. we we did both pick the Niners to win that game, though. So I I think bro, I think that, we thought it was gonna be more. I thought we was gonna thought, think we thought it was gonna be more high scoring than that. But yeah, it's the NFL's weird. Like we get we get the the Jaguars winning by twenty eight. I, I was this close Chargers, to picking the Jags. The Chargers are banged up. I know. Like, I can't I can't say that though because I said. I can't say that because I said freaking 
Chargers. I was taking the Chargers with or without Herbert. That's wild. Like Bosa got got hurt that game. Uh, J.C. Jackson has been hurt all season. Um, Derwin James is always hurt, but he's he's not hurt. Uh, and and um, yeah. Justin Herbert was you know has like broken ribs or something, and he played hurt. So like, but again, you lost by twenty. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't letting the team doctor give him a shot for sure. Like. I wouldn't trust that team doctor either. Um, but you lose by 28 to the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars might be good this season. Uh, under uh, uh, what's his face, the the coach. I forget his name. Doug Peterson. Yeah, Doug Peterson against like he's got uh, uh, what's his face, uh, Trevor. I'm forgetting everybody's name. Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> uh, he's he's got Trevor Lawrence looking decent this year, and he's got that defense looking good too. A shutout to the Colts last week. You know, in holding. Well, you know, oh, what's his what's his face got that team down in what you call it? Yeah, what what's his what's face, his face got that quarterback team down, looking good uh, down yonder? Um, bro, the, they're I think their defense is what's helping them win this game. They they shut out the Colts last week, and they held the Chargers to only ten points this week. The, the Jaguars might be a problem. That's scary for us uh, Titan fans. Uh, once in a blue moon, the Jaguars are good every now and then. Though I think though, the, has the Jaguars ever been good? Like, yeah, they have a couple times, <laughs> just a few times. Um, I think that's it for NFL recap. I mean, like, the NFL was weird this week. Like. If you thought one team was going to win, they either almost lost or they did lose. Or they didn't lose. Who 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 is your favorite for MVP right now? My favorite for MVP at the moment, Pro- it's probably Josh Allen. I mean, he's just got the yeah. the the best stats. I mean, last week I would have said Tua, which is weird. Have you seen that video on Twitter? Where Tua has like they reversed it to where he looks like a right-handed quarterback, and everybody's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, everybody's like, oh, it really changes perspective how I see that. It does. And then, like I saw that, and he looks like amazing. Like, it it like looks, a- it just looks better. We just have this, you know, this lefty like this righty bias over lefties, and it's, everything looks weird when you're a lefty. And then that throw, that you know the, the Bills lost the game on where Josh Allen threw it at the dirt. Um, they, that I think that same guy flipped it and made him made him a lefty QB, and was like, if Tua did this, <laughs> if Tua did that, he would be slandered on Twitter for the next two weeks. And I was like, that's so right. Josh Allen really pulled a Tua as a righty, and then was like, oh, it's Josh Allen, he's good. Josh Allen, Josh Allen missed a gimme touchdown on that too. I know he threw it at his feet. I, I mean, sometimes that happens. Sometimes they don't have the arm strength. And I will say what hurt the Bills is Stefan Diggs was cramping the entire game. He couldn't stay on the field. Yeah, it's like it, it really it really hindered that offense and what they can do the entire game. And, you know, Miami took advantage of that. You know, it does hurt a little bit when the number one receiver in the league can't stay on the field. That does hurt a little bit. Yeah. You want to talk about the Raiders trading for the third or the second best receiver in the league or arguably the first and being the only 0-3 team? Like Raiders are zero three, bro. They played good teams to start the year. Um, they went out and got they went out and got all that talent, and they're zero three. I mean, they haven't played a bad team yet. They played Chargers week one. I mean, yeah, that, that yeah, but the, still, 
they they blew. I, I'm not going to give an excuse for them week two. They blew a lead to the Cardinals, which they should have. They should have won that game. Um, then they almost came back and won against the Titans last week. So, I mean, they haven't looked horrible, but they could look better. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. They could. They could have gave Devontae. When, when this team was assembled, it was never supposed to be zero and three. I mean, you 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 look at last week, right? How do you give Devontae Adams the ball when you got Matt Collins? Going for 160. That's all I'm saying. If your best guy's got 160, you give him the ball. And then he must freak, bro. What's his face? I, I forget his name too. The guy who got mossed like four times in a row on the last drive for the Titans. I for uh, Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell. God, I oh. want him cut. I want him cut. He's not good. He got like he couldn't cover Matt Collins again. He had 160 yards. He's obviously it- good. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch much of the Titans game. Did Traylon Burks return punts this game? I don't think so. I don't know who he had went. He had went up to the uh, coach and said he wanted to return punts. So I think it'd be good, but yeah, I think we want him more on the receiving end on offense. Yeah, uh, but Kyle but Phillips cannot be returning punts anymore. Kyle Phillips, it, he's a good receiver. I just don't think he's. I don't think he returned punts for UCLA. I don't think he ever. He's ever done that, and. I guess Vrabel and them thought he was best suited to do it for the Titans, and he's obviously shown obviously that he's not. Obviously not. So I think he's. I think I want him on offense, you know, in the slot working because I think he's he's a good receiver. You know, he's a real bring your lunch pail to work type of guy. Really, you know, he's got the sneaky athleticism. He's, you know, he's a, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. So <laughs> I think Kyle Phillips is pretty decent. So. I would like him on offense rather than returning punts. That's all I'm saying. Uh, NFL pickums this week. Good or bad, we got pickums this week. First game, the Thursday night game. It was a good game. We have the Dolphins going to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. And the Bengals are wearing their all-white uniforms this week. I think they, the, I'm pretty sure they painted the field white. Like, all the orange on the field, I think they painted white over it. Because I saw a post they made. Bro, that's going to be so... Aesthetically pleasing to look at. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins in this game. The Dolphins are hot. They haven't lost. They're the one seed in the AFC at the moment. Just beat the best team in the league. I'm going with the Dolphins on the road in the Cincinnati. The only question I have, may not be answered yet, is Tua playing. He came back and played. In the Bills game. Yeah, I know, but the NFL was looking into that because how was how did he come back? Like he didn't go to concussion protocol or nothing. Like, yeah, I I think I don't know. I mean, you you want him out there. I don't I don't, I don't think I really blame the Dolphins. I think you want them out him out there again in a in a game like that. Um, but I'm gonna go if Tua plays, I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. But if he doesn't, I don't I don't really know who the backup is. Teddy Bridgewater, I'm. If Tua doesn't play, I'm going to go with the Bengals. But if, if Tua does play, I'm going to go with the uh, the Dolphins to win on the road. Man, this is this is a tough one. I've been looking at this, and it's tough. I, I don't know. I really don't know how, which way to go on this. Because, um, like, Joe Burrow hasn't looked great. He struggled. He has struggled. They got back on their and feet then, this week against the Jets, but it is the Jets without Zach Wilson. So and they kind of they kind of had to. Yeah, that Joe Flacco is wearing off. So <laughs> um, he, he wore off four years ago. Well, he had a ga- good game. Like, what was it last week when they came back and beat the Browns? Yeah. 
I mean, it's the Browns. What? Like, it's the Browns. <laughs> there is bound to happen. Yeah. Um. Speaking of the Browns, Miles Garrett had a car wreck out for some time. But uh, he he's luckily luckily he survived and didn't have any life threatening injuries. But that's right, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be another blow to the Browns not having Watson and Garrett. The Browns are gonna, you know, limp their way to week eleven when Watson comes back. Um I don't know, man. I'm kind of like you. If the Tua plays, I want the Dolphins. But the the uncertainty of Tua makes I think Jalen Waters questionable too, though. Um I think the uncertainty of Tua makes this very hard to pick. Like, I think right now I just trust the Dolphins more because the Bengals with Joe Burrow haven't looked like they, there's no consistency. Like they yeah. they, they start 0 2 and then they it was it, they they win last week but it wasn't the you know the the craziest win ever. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Dolphins. The Dol- we've been in, we're agreeing a lot this week in pickums, but I think the Dolphins are just more trustworthy right now. Mike Mike McDaniel's looking he's, he's got that team looking right over in Miami. The game in London, the Vikings play the Saints in a mid off <laughs> in London. Uh, another thing, does Dal- is Dalvin Cook going to play? Um, he's not. He's out for a couple of weeks, I think. Well, they uh, said he's dead today. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. DeAndre Swift's out for a couple weeks. I think. I think who. I, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah, Dalvin I got him Cook, on my fantasy I th- team, and I have no other running backs out, uh, really outside of Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift. So it's rough out here. But anyway, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Uh, I'm gonna go wow, with the Saints. I'm going with Vikings. Without Dalvin Cook, I mean he he probably will play, but he won't probably won't be 100. percent I'm gonna go with the Saints in London to win this game. I think Jarvis and Michael Thomas are both questionable for this game too. Um, I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm Justin go Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's due for another good game, so. Yeah, he's he's struggled the last couple of weeks. I, like the Vikings, they they came back and beat the 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 Lions, and you know I'm I'm really I'm, I think I'm hanging on to that blowout loss against the Eagles too much, but I don't know. I like I like the Saints. I like the Saints this week. Next game we got Dallas at home against the Commanders. Dallas still um, with Dak, 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 Dak has not ruled out a return for this week. He said he could return this week. I don't want to rush him though. I think I think that's a big rush for Dak. I think even with he like he said. C- he Commanders, said. Commanders are an okay team. I wouldn't rush it. I mean, if you're doing, if you're getting by with Cooper Rush right now, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take the Cowboys, Dak or no Dak. I mean. The thing about the Cowboys is a lot of Cowboys fans don't want Dak to come back. Like they want Cooper Rush to be the starter, like which makes no sense to me. But not at all. <laughs> yeah, just because they won two games with Cooper Rush, like they want Dak to be the starter, also. Like 
I think it's Jerry Jones guy. <laughs> it's Cooper Rush. But like I think what happens is the Cowboys have dumbed the offense down so much. Like that it works. Not dumbed it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to say dumbed it down. Like, because that makes Cooper Rush sound like he doesn't have a good football IQ. But I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, that offense is built for Dak, who has the athleticism to make plays, obviously. Mm. I don't think Cooper Rush has that same athleticism. No, they're really, they're giving him the, I don't want to say the Ben Roth. Like, I think that they've watered down that offense to help Cooper Rush, like, yeah, because he doesn't comes, he doesn't get a lot of reps with the you know the eighteen the, the starters. Right. He gets he gets so a lot of reps com- with. Sorry, go ahead. My bad. You're good. If Dak comes back, they can open that offense up again, and whether bad or good, I I don't know. We'll see. But I think with Cooper Rush playing uh, starting, I th- that's why Noah Brown, uh, the past couple of weeks has done as well as he has because uh, Cooper Rush and Noah Brown are. are team guys they're backups and they get a lot of reps and practice with each other so i think they have that you know they have that synergy uh to where they can you know make plays with each other so they you know noah brown is producing as a result of cooper rush starting because you know cooper rush is comfortable with noah brown as a receiver um and i think that's why the offense is is dumbed down because he's trying they're trying to make cooper rush as comfortable as possible and with dak on the field like they can I think this is like proof that they that the Cowboys overcomplicate their offense. Uh, last year, they they led the the NFL in points scored, um, and I, I'm talking about they're overcomplicating their offense. But I think I think they have to. I've always wondered why the Cowboys pass so much when they do have Zeke, and Zeke has proven that he can be a good running back and leading and lead the league in rushing yards. Multiple yeah, they occasions. Have one of the, they have they have one of the best running back duos in the, in the NFL, and they just. And I feel like they refuse to run the ball with them, in some cases, which could be you could you could point to the the banged up and you know lesser offensive line that they have in Dallas now. You could point to maybe Zeke regressing and not being as good as he once was, not taking care of the football. But it's a Tony Pollard producing in that offense. Like I don't know what it is why they don't run the football as much as they used to. Maybe because Dak has shown that he's a top ten quarterback and you know can make the make plays passing the ball passing the ball. But I don't know. I I just I just it, it really is a, it's a big question why they don't run the ball as much as they I think they should. Because I think I think um I think Michael Gallup made back this week too. That should help them. But I am gonna go with the Cowboys. I spent a lot of time talking about them for some reason. He but. was he was uh he was questionable for this week and they decided to hold him off so I think he'll be back this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas at home, Jerry's World. Another 1 p.m. game. The Colts at home at Lucas Oil against the Tennessee Titans. Coming off a win for the first time this season. Both teams. Give me the Titans. Both of them. They're both coming off a win for the first time. The Colts are one, one, and one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying both teams have coming off a win for the first That's time. That's what I said. Give me the Titans. Oh, I thought you were saying just the. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I can't pick against the Titans. I think that I think the Colts might win this game because 
They have Jonathan Taylor, and I think we have the rush defense, worst rush defense in the NFL as far as yards per carry go. But I'm still going to go with the Titans. I'm still going to go with the Titans. Versus, Jonathan Taylor versus Derrick Henry would be fun. Yeah. Um, we we swept, the, swept the Colts last season. Uh, but it's a different season, and the Titans started one and two. But I'm going to go with the Titans again because I can't pick against them. We might miss Harold Landry a lot in this game. Yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna miss him a lot the entire season. Um, yeah, but especially this game. Yeah. The Jaguars at the Eagles. This is another tough test for the Jaguars. They've proven it every time this season. Are the Jaguars for real? Do they win on the road in Philadelphia? Who, in my eyes, are the best team in the NFC at the moment? I'm still not completely no. sold on hurts. Like a heart. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get this out of the you're way. Ju- with you're just, you're just, no, 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 no. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this out of the way with hurts. I think hurts is playing well this year. I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to hang on to, you know, my take at the beginning of the season where I didn't think hurts was that good of a quarterback. He's been playing great. He's been proving me wrong. I still think I need to see more. It's four games in. I'm not going to, you know, jump on the bandwagon yet, but hurts has played great. I'm not going to deny that. I think Hurts has played great. I still need to see more. That's all you're I'm doing saying. The same thing with, you're doing the same thing with Jalen Hurts that I'm doing with Georgia in college. I still need to see more. That's all I'm saying. I just need to see more. I need a bigger sample size. Four games is, is, is a decent amount of a decent amount of games, or three games, rather. But you know I, what's crazy? I still need to see more. What's up? The, two, the only two undefeated teams in the NFL are led by Tua Tagovailoa. And Jalen Hurts. That is pretty crazy. And they are in the same quarterback room in Alabama. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. Jalen, Hurt, Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. I don't care if he played at Oklahoma or not. Jalen Hurts is an Alabama quarterback. I don't know. He's just a college quarterback in my eyes. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want to pick the Jaguars so bad just because it's fun. Um, but I'm going to go with the Eagles. The Eagles, I, like I said right now, are the best team in the NFC right now. Uh, they played great. I'm going to go with the, the Philadelphia Eagles at home. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles, too. Um, yeah, they really, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sold on the Jaguars for sure. If the Jags win this game, if they win this game, we especially might be about Jags for the Super Bowl type it's, show. It, it, especially if the 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 way that they've won the last two games, I might I might pick the Jags for every game the rest of the season. Like <laughs> the Jags are, uh, they've they've looked great the past two weeks, and if they win this game, boy oh boy, Jacksonville might be back with Next. Christian Kirk as wide receiver one. <laughs> they're they're looking like geniuses for paying Kirk that much money. Buffalo at Baltimore. Another tough test for the Bills and another tough test for the Ravens. The AFC, like we said at the beginning of the season in our first episode, the AFC is loaded. And pretty much every AFC-AFC matchup is going to be a good game. Um, We have Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. Josh Allen is a menace, bro. Josh Allen is just like... Carrying my fantasy team at the moment. Especially last week. No, but like the stuff he does, like if you just watch the game, like 
he ripped a dude's helmet off in the game the other day. Like he's he's really good. Like, like if you if you compare like his career arc is fascinating. Like he he looks like this. He's he looks like. like John, a, whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> Josh Allen will run you over and then just get up and talk like. <laughs> No other quarterback does that. Like he's a he's a really fun player. He's he's a, de- a top three quarterback right now, easily. Um, Baltimore. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens at home. I'm gonna go with the Ravens at home. And I, I I know I'm saying the the Bills are the best team in the league, but they lost last week. I, they definitely should have won that game. They they that that game was practically handed to them with that butt punt, and they lost that game. Zeke struggling. I understand that he didn't really have a number one receiver, and you know, Gabe Davis has been kind of hurt. But Baltimore has looked really good this season. They they kind of you know handled the Patriots last week, even though they let up score twenty seven points. I think they kind of you know handled that game. Mac Jones also got hurt though. Yeah, but even even then, I think the, the besides that, you know, that horrific. <laughs> The collapse against the the Dolphins a couple weeks ago. I think the Ravens have been pretty spotless outside of that. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Ravens in this game. I think they they take this big big win on the road or on at home rather. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bills. Um, if Stephon Diggs can, he's not gonna be in the heat obviously like he was last week. So that'll help with cramps. Um. So I think, um, yeah, I think I think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs get going, and then Gabe Davis will be out there, and Dawson Knox. So, um, and I think Baltimore's defense has struggled at times. Um, so I'm gonna take the Bills. I don't hate it, but you know, I I, I like Baltimore at home. Baltimore rarely loses at home. The Patriots at the Packers. I mean the Packers. I think if Mac Jones doesn't play, I think this is an easy pack. He's not. He's not playing. Yeah. No, the Brian pa- Hoyer starting. The Packers might kill them. Why Bailey Zapp isn't starting, I don't know. But Brian Hoyer is starting. Give me the Packers. Big win at Tampa last week. Yeah, give me the Packers. Yeah, they said Mac Jones had a has a severe ankle injury or severe. I mean, ugh, I don't know why I said severe, high ankle sprain. Yeah, that, those those take a couple of weeks to get back from. Well, it's it says that normally requires surgery, and he's currently getting second opinions. So, not looking good for Mac Jones. I'm getting taking the Packers. Next game, the Almighty. Broncos going to Las Vegas to take on the winless Raiders. <laughs> Such a great matchup. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Surprised this wasn't like, I'm surprised this wasn't like Monday Night Football the way they <laughs> just the 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 get all the hype for the the best game of the week. I'm gonna go with the Raiders to get on track and get their first win of the season. Uh, I don't really trust Denver right now, even with you know Russell Wilson. As great as he is, I don't really trust Denver right now. Um, I could say the same for the Raiders. Uh, I don't. I 
Josh McDaniel is not looking like he's head coach material at the moment. But I'm going to go – I'm going with the Raiders to, to get their first win at home. At Denver, like I said, I can't really trust Denver right now, so I'm going with the Raiders. Yeah, give me the Raiders too. Um, I just don't see them starting on four, so. If they start on four, it's a might be a throwaway season, to be honest. Sunday night football. It'd be a really, really good game. If he, if, if, is, is Mike, Mike, Mike Evans only suspended one game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so he's going to have, Brady's going to have Mike Evans back. It's, Julio, it's, Julio's back this week. It's Tampa Bay, Kansas City. <laughs> I for, forgot to act, say the actual game. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Julio Jones is back this week. Julio Jones might be back. We don't know about Chris Godwin. He may be out another week, probably. Um, Mike Evans being back from suspension. Brady actually having actual receivers this week at home. Instead of Cole Beasley. <laughs> against the Chiefs. Yeah, well. Bro, right, I tried to, tried to do this in one take, but obviously it ain't happening. But it's fine. Um, Brady having actual receivers back for this game is going to be, I think, huge. He's almost... He almost went... Darn near undefeated without any receivers this year. So that says a lot about how the Buccaneers. Golly. I think that says a lot about the Buccaneers and Tom Brady, even more about how bad of a receiving core he's had. And, you know, them still being only two and one and two points away from being three and oh. Um, all 20 years of being at the, at, at the Patriot with the Patriots has prepared Tom Brady for this season. <laughs> Only having paced yeah. white receivers as as his core. Now Cole Beasley only played like six snaps the other day, so yeah, he didn't really play much. Um, I, I really honestly expected to see him on the field more than he was. I mean, even if he don't know the offense, if the, the way they was looking, Tom could have just said, "Just run a route. I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> just just go out there and run a route. Do something." Um, I don't know who to pick here. I want to say the Chiefs. But this is at Tampa, and Brady's going to have receivers. I think I have to go with Tampa Bay at home. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay, too. It's just, I think, do I say Tampa's a better football team? I think so. I think they're all around just better. Kansas City lost a lot in the offseason. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay. If if Julio and Mike Evans plays, even with just Mike Evans, I think Tampa Bay pulls it out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Yeah, if 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 uh if Mike Evans was been suspended for more games, Tom Brady might have been given Gronk a call. <laughs> he might have just retired midseason. Again. Monday night football. San Francisco gets another primetime game. After last week, I don't know how. Against the Rams. The Rams. I, I think the, I think the primetime games. I think the prime the Sunday night football and Monday night football are all predetermined. Like th- they're all through the season. I think so, but which is kind of stupid. But yeah, even even like with, I think they set I think they set those like for every week. At the beginning of the year. Man, San Fran has been... It's just last week, they only scored 10 points. And they lost because of, you know, 
a safety out the back of the end zone. So San Fran was not a good football team last week, and they're playing a struggling Rams team. The Rams, the Rams have been shaky this year. They've they've struggled against the Cardinals. They 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 won. They, they okay. Here, here's how the Rams have done. They lost by 21 to the Bills, which is it's it's the Bills. The Bills are the best team in football. They almost blew a 28 point lead to the Falcons. The Falcons and. They they won an ugly game against the Cardinals. The Rams are looking shaky this year, and I I picked 49ers last week, and I don't know. The 49ers swept the the Rams last year. I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think the 49ers get back on track and beat the Rams, the struggling, struggling Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. Especially at um, home. It's in L.A.? No, it's in it's, uh, Santa Clara. Yeah, give me the Rams. I think the Rams are struggling, and the four, I think the 49ers are really good. And, you know, last week was, you know, Weird, <laughs> but I stick. I, I'm still gonna go with the 49ers. They swept the Rams last year, and you know made the NFC Championship game. Lost to the Rams in that game, but I, I think I'm gonna go with the Rams or the the 49ers. The 49ers. I'm going with the 49ers. Yeah, I'm gonna go the Rams. Very very good slate of games this weekend. Both both sports. Uh, we should be like f- playoff baseball is in a in a week. I'm so excited. I, I can't wait. Pujols hit 700. Like bro, I bro, I can't. I I, f- I was asleep for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you're you're not you're a fake fan for that. I know. I was asleep for that, bro. They played uh, they played the Dodgers and it was so late. I I, I, I shouldn't bro, have mattered. I should have stayed up. I, I, I didn't have apple I got the, though. You should listen here. I got the notification that he hit 699. In like the third inning, so I went to my TV and I was like, "What's Apple TV cost?" So I clicked on it and it said, "Get three months free." So you got so the I free trial that. just to watch Pujols hit seven hundred. I got the I got the three month free trial just to watch Pujols hit his seven hundred run. I got on it and five minutes later he hit the seven hundred run. Bro, I, I I looked on MLB TV because I have their little free month for college students or whatever. And they don't have an option to where you can just watch, like, you know, the local broadcast or whatever. Like, you have to watch it on Apple TV, which is stupid. But I tried to watch it on MLB TV, and they wouldn't let me. I had to watch it on Apple TV. And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to go to bed because this game is so late. <laughs> and yeah, I, it was late. Uh, but I probably— Cardinals ended up winning, like, 11 to nothing, too. Like, Yeah, they, they killed them, and then they lost the next two. But it is the Dodgers, so it's it's fine. And I think— we're, no, we have a we have Speaking a big big series against the Brewers coming up. I, I think we have the division on lock, but I think we need to you know at least win the series against the Brewers this week. It's looking like the Cardinals are up six to two right now in the bottom of the seventh. So if they win today, they'll clinch the Central. Let's go, man! Playoff baseball in St. Louis for the first time in three years. Since we, if they, as long the, as long as the Brewers don't get hot in the next three, two innings, 
we'll we'll win it in the next two days or whatever (laughs) that we play them. Um, But playoff baseball in St. Louis for the first time since we made the championship series in 2019. Uh, I'm excited for playoff baseball um, this year, especially this year, man. A lot of teams are good. Um, The Mets might win 100 games. Like, bro, this year's going to be crazy. Uh, We'll definitely have, you know, talks about, you know, playoff baseball once it happens. Uh, we're probably going to have to release a couple, maybe even, I don't know, about three. Uh, but, I don't know, we may be on, uh, like, a a, a wider week. Maybe a wider schedule coming up. Maybe we we have NFL and college football in one episode, and then in another episode we have, you know, maybe. Yeah, I would, I would assume NFL and college football will come out on Wednesday, and then playoff base, baseball and nba or something like that maybe like another day i don't know like we we'll, we'll have a we'll probably have to go to two episodes per week once the once basketball and once baseball starts uh baseball is starting but once playoff baseball starts we could start talking about that uh yeah big things coming in store we're, we're working on a collab right now we're not sure when that will come out maybe in a couple weeks but you know that'll be a, a fun episode uh you know we're, we're probably gonna exp- we're gonna have to expand to two episodes so that'll be that'll be fun and yeah, this was a good episode. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if hold you're on, watching. Hold on, hold on, hold on, one second. I got to give a big shout out to Mr. Johnny and Miss Trina Jones for my hat they sent me. I got to put it on real quick. Mr. Johnny and Miss Trina Jones, thank you so much. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Tigers for Dora. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to y'all, fans of the fans of the podcast. Uh, we. Big appreciation, y'all. We appreciate you guys listening. We're up to, I think, 60 subscribers on YouTube, which is like, you know, whatever. But it's like we've only done – this is the episode 11. Like we've only done 11, 11 episodes of this. We appreciate you guys' support on it. Uh, a lot of support on the TikTok. We have like on, like 80 followers on TikTok now. Uh, we're like we're growing at a decent amount. Uh we we appreciate you. We appreciate all your guys' support. The Facebook the Facebook has like 289, I think. This is ton of support for us right now. Uh, we've only been out of here out here for two or three months now. Uh, podcast is is growing way way faster than I thought it would. So we appreciate you guys. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, turn on notifications so you guys never miss when we drop drop an episode. Uh, we're we're trying to drop uh, these football episodes every Wednesday. Uh, before the Thursday night game and after the Monday game. So we're trying to drop them uh, in between weeks. Uh, we're not sure when we go to two episodes and when we'll, we'll drop, uh, you know, the second episode when we, you know, do go to two episodes. But we will let you guys know about that. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube, turn on notification bell. Subscribe, uh, follow our, follow us on Spotify, follow us on Apple Podcasts, and anywhere you guys get your podcasts, Amazon, uh, wherever, wherever you guys get your podcasts, uh, we're there. We appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate all your support, and we'll see you guys next episode.